This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. Blue Wire. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. You're going to get everything I got. Everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go, Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get this. We talk about rebuilding, rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get this thing fired off. You, you know what? Oh, I'm so amped. I can't even talk straight, guys. Give me give me some Raiders in the chat, huh? Raiders! Come on! Just one baby. Give me some love in the chat. Give me a Raiders in the chat. Give me a Raiders in your living room. Let your friends and family hear it. Raider Nation, I'm fired up. This is episode 118 coming off a just straight butt whooping. I mean, it's not even, it wasn't even close. It, it will look closer at the beginning of the game because of the scoreboard. We left a lot of points off the board, but it wasn't even close. We finally kind of pulled ourselves together. We put the points on the board. Um, I got things going. Yeah, Chandog, I see you. Raiders. Raiders, baby. Just one, baby. I'm feeling good. I hope you guys are feeling good, too. Three in a row right now. That's three in a row. We're six and three. We're feeling good. We took out the, the Browns, the Chargers. The Broncos, we're 3-0 in the division. Yeah, I see in the chat, Cody, give some love to the offensive line. Yes, give some love mainly to, to Tom Cable. Tom Cable, week in and week out, we see this guy again, and that's one of my, my points I want to hit on right now. No Colton Miller, no Trent Brown, no Richie Incognito. Again, you're doing it out there with an injured Sam Young. Man, Brandon Parker, I mean, kind of flipping, you know, kind of turning a corner on his career. Amazing. Absolutely Amazing. Like I said, episode 118, This is a, I'm a member, of course, of the Blue Wire Podcasting Network, an official podcast, RaidersBeat.com. Make sure you guys follow RaidersBeat on Twitter. Uh, keep up with their uh, articles that they put out, RaidersBeat.com. I think you can uh, even subscribe uh, through your email so you can get updates, email updates. Every time they post an article, always get insight, rumors, news, everything that's going on, um, great opinions uh, dug down deep into RaidersBeat.com. Love the guy, RaidersBeat.com. So this is funny, guys. <laughs> good old Vegas. I love Vegas. 
I love Vegas. It was a good win in Vegas. You know what they say, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, right? What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Except for that loss, Denver. Them Broncos, that L, that L comes back with you. That doesn't stay in Vegas. I hope you guys enjoy that. This is going to be great. I do want to give one quick shout-out to Frank um, Bijerano. And Frank here is kind of a good friend, and um, shouldn't say with me, but a friend of a good friend of a friend of mine, right? And without going into detail, um, I just want to say he's a very caring and hardworking uh, member of Raider Nation, um, and he has a huge heart. So I just want to give him a shout out, and I want to tell Frank, keep up the hard work, buddy. Um, and in some other news, do a little housekeeping here, I guess, as as my friend Murph would say, doing a little housekeeping. Um, the way I watched my game today was a little bit different. Um, and this is aimed at my wife. I'm targeting my wife right now. Uh, I was really proud of her a few weeks ago. We had, we had some, uh, family pictures set up and she scheduled the family pictures for the bye week I'm like, yes, babe. Like you nailed it. And she's like all pumped up. Like, yeah, check the schedule, everything. Well, today we scheduled our, or set up our, my daughter's second birthday. And she I told her, you know, just, Hey, just do your thing. Get the invitations out, whatever. I find out, uh, last weekend after the Raider game. That's the, she scheduled it for one o'clock today. So we had my daughter's birthday party that I was watching the game during. Ooh, I was still able to catch most of it. Shout out to the wife. Shout out to the wife for not making uh, too pressure. You gotta you gotta support the Raiders. It's not my daughter's birthday yet, so if it was the day of her birthday, I might have been a little checked out or canceled. But hey, we're still here. Um, it was cool to see a little sighting of uh, David Irving. David Irving, a guy that we've been waiting for for a long time. I see in the chat. <laughs> John Gruden in the chat. Hey Cody, John Gruden here. Uh, how would you like to be the defensive coordinator for the Las Vegas Raiders? Hey, you know what? A few months ago, I might have taken your – or even just a few weeks ago, I might have taken the job. Right now, I, I'll, I'll take what Paul's given us. Uh, the turnover has really saved us. Uh, so, for now, I'm going to have to decline. And in a few weeks, we'll revisit this. Uh, Drew Locke who? As my friend Eddie Bersili said in our game preview, uh, that's yellow Drew Locke uh, throwing – what do you throw, four interceptions? So, um, what a game, guys. What a freaking game. Let's, um, let's quit messing around. We've got a few things to get through. Yeah, car using his feet. I see the stuff. Chat, go wild, man. Uh, while we get in this game breakdown, uh, drop where you're at, where you're watching this from. Um, most of you are probably, I'm sure, at home. Uh, drop your city, your state, your county, your zip code, anything, your country. Where, where are you watching this game from or where are you watching this from right now? Um, drop it in the chat. Let's get into uh, let's get in this game breakdown. John Viscar, I see you. I see you in there, Stage Door Casino. Let's get in this game breakdown. So the first quarter comes out, and it was like a beautiful play, right? We, we kick the ball off, and dude is like dancing around. We tackle him like the five. There was a holding penalty or something or a block in the back because he started flipping around, right? That's just – that's going to screw up all your blockers. Um, so he's flipping all around, blocking the back or something, and then uh, they get the ball like the three. Cool. couple runs, whatever. It's the back. Um, three and out, they punt the ball. Great start for the defense. Defense played great all game. Of course, we're going to get into that. Uh, a little, little bendy. Bend don't break, though. We didn't break, so that's good. Shout out to the Super Chat. D the Sun. Appreciate the donation. D the Sun says, Fant is a bust. <laughs> hey, there's a few players on that team that are bust. Um, I'll, I'll leave it at that for now until we get more into this game breakdown. Appreciate the donation. Um, it seemed like it was cool even seeing like Nevin Lawson get out there and step up big in coverage. That first drive with Jerry Judy getting in there for a breakup, uh, almost picking the ball off, inches away from picking the ball off. A huge hit by Jeff Heath. We're going to talk more about Jeff Heath, but he had a huge hit on third down. That's what forced that punt. And then uh, 
this is the one of the two penalties that we had on punt returns. Our, our special teams was on point today. Had it not been for those couple penalties, our special teams would have been probably the MVP um, of the of the ball game. You know, if we're looking at units, I guess. Uh, Anyway, so we had a holding on the punt return. And, and, I mean, Renfro had the ball getting down to, like, what, the 25, 30-yard line? Their 25 or 30-yard line. So that sends us all the way back to, like, our 40. So we're, we put us in a bad spot. Um, kind of, we're kind of getting held up. Hunter has a big third down gain. Go figure. Shout out shout out to Renfro. Wore the jersey today. Had a little hot take with that. We'll get into the hot take in a minute. Uh, most of you guys, if you follow me on Twitter, you probably saw the hot take anyways. Um, man, I'm fired up. I'm, I'm like way too amped right now to be talking about this game. I just want to, uh, yeah, I see you, Daniel Megas in there. Yeah, can I get a Raiders? Raiders all day. I'm going to lose my voice on this show. I'm here for it. I don't care. Whoo, man. So, Josh Jacobs is looking good early on that first drive. He's moving the ball. Josh Jacobs looked great all game. Derek Carr's fighting for every yard that he possibly can. Um, and then... Josh Jacobs has a great run. Great run to get us in. Punches in for a touchdown. Amazing. Looking great. Those first two, defensive possession and offensive possession, were looking fantastic. Cesar Robles. I appreciate the donation in the chat. You didn't leave anything uh, as a comment or a question to it, but let's go. I see you down there. Let's go, Raiders. Six and three. Three and oh in, in the division right now. We've beaten the Chiefs, Chargers, and now Broncos. We're on a three-game win streak total, and we're getting ready to play the Chiefs again at home, baby. I'm fired up. This team right now, we had some hiccups in that first half, and we're talking about this right now. We had some hiccups, you know, later in the, in the, in the first half, but we cleaned things up, and we still put a butt whooping on these donkeys. I can't stand the donkeys. Man, Denver fans are probably all mad right now. They probably got like six cars parked on their front yard, just furious, probably trying to kick all their family members out of their house. Man! Can't stand the I can't stand the donkeys, man. So, anyways, we go up seven nothing after those first two possessions that had me feeling great. That set the tone. I felt like for the whole game. Yeah, shout out from Salt Lake City. I know a few people in Salt Lake City. Um, Denver comes up, uh, a couple short plays. Um, I think Mullen, that's where the drive where Mullen got hurt. Right? It was like a weird thing on the sideline too. At first, I will apologize because at first in my head, I think I might even tweeted something. I wanted Abram to settle down because I look because Abram came in late. And I thought Mullen went down after that, but then he was grabbing his head. And then I go back and I had to rewind because they didn't show anything. But he almost fainted. Not really fainted, but kind of collapsed. Kind of just went down. I don't know if his head was hurt and he goes into the in, in, uh, medical tent. Eventually he came back out and I was, I was amazed. Um, Eric Harris comes out, lays the wood. Come out, lays the wood. Ivan the Great in the chat. I might take a trip to Las Vegas next week. Hey, Ivan the Great, be there. And for everybody else, I'll be in Las Vegas next week. We're going to be at Stage Door Casino. Shout out to Stage Door Casino. Always, anytime you're in Vegas, go by there. Or, I mean, if there's a game going on, you got to watch the game there. 100% Raider Nation. I'll be hosting a watch party there. So if you're watching this live right now, set your reminder. I'll have a, something set up in the next few days. But I'm going to host a whole watch party during the entire game from Stage Door Casino. Audio will be better this time. Audio will be better. Raiders. That's in the chat. Super chat. And that's uh, Grant Richards. Raiders. What up from the 313? Uh, since when did we start dropping passes? Man, hold on to that question, Grant. We're going to talk about that in just a minute, Grant. Um, but, yeah, it, it's frustrating. It, it's kind of come on the last few games, and it's something that we got to get a grip on, especially in conditions like when we're playing at home. 
great conditions. We can't do anything else about that. So try and try and be there next week in Vegas. I want to meet you guys. If you guys are going to be there in Vegas, get there early to stage door casino. Otherwise tune in and hang out and chat with us the whole time. Um, so like I said, you know, we lay the wood Mullen gets hurt. They're driving the ball down the field a little bit, but we hold them field goal seven, three feeling pretty good. Um, then we've been begging all week for this car to rugs connection to gain a little steam, right? We're, we're wanting to see a little bit more targets to Henry Ruggs. So Derek takes a shot down the sideline to Henry Ruggs right through the hands. And, ah, oh man, I mean, drop passes happen. Uh, but it is a little frustrating that I think Henry Ruggs has an assignment these next few weeks, and that's to focus on sideline catches. Looking things in, he's got great hands. He can catch the ball. He's he's not, um, you know, he he's, he doesn't struggle talent-wise. Maybe a little mental, you know, just kind of dial things in, get your footwork right on the sideline, but that, that's like three sideline passes. One was a touchdown. That one was a big gain. The other one was a big gain last week. So we we got we got to make uh, we got to make those catches. Henry Ruggs is there and he's getting separation. And while Nelson Aguilar is getting more, I mean they're they're hanging a dude over Nelson Aguilar like the entire game. So he's Nelson Aguilar is almost getting double teamed the entire game. It's time for for Henry Ruggs to kind of just take that next step forward and allow Derek to rely on him because that's the issue with Derek and his receivers. When you have receivers dropping balls, Derek's gonna stop going to you. He's gonna go to the guy that he can trust to make the catch. Uh, so you, you got to earn that trust back. You got to earn that trust back. That's kind of why I think even Waller's production's falling off a little bit until he can clean it up and get things going. Uh, we got to see that a little bit more. Uh, Josh Hurd. I appreciate the donation, Josh Hurd. Uh, Morrow over Littleton. Judy showed rugs how to ball today. End of the day, it's Raider Nation for life. 3-0 in the division. Bring it Chiefs. Uh, you know, Jerry Judy was out there. He's a great route runner. Um, I don't think it was one of those statements where he established himself over rugs. Yeah, the, the big rugs dropped. I think, you know, the drop pass might have changed that a little bit. But I am going to save that Mora over Littleton conversation for whenever I have Kenny King on here. I got I got a few comparisons I want to talk about, and that's a good one. That's a great one, Josh. Appreciate that. Appreciate the donation. I see Fresno in the chat. Oh, man. This is, this is great. So anyways, so that, that ball goes through his hands is what it is. Um, I think we, we punted. It was a three and out. This is kind of where our offense went a little, like we sputtered a little bit. And this is where things started going south. That's where things started going a little south. Okay. So Mullen comes back out on the field. The defense is starting to give us some chunk yards. Things aren't looking too good. We're like, okay, let's not let this game flip around momentum-wise. Then Jeff Heath comes in with his first interception of the game. Right there, I believe that was at the goal line. No, that wasn't the one of the goal line. That wasn't the one of the goal. I believe that was a second interception. Sorry, brain fart. This is the the daughter's birthday party where things start getting scrambled brained. Shout out to the chat, Ryan Miller. Ryan Miller says, how about that defense today? Five turnovers and a depleted O-line held up. Amazing. The the defense, you know, was in that bend, don't break mentality towards the end of the game. There's a couple drives early on. They're like, oh man, what's going on? But the turnovers, it's all you guys need to do. I don't care. Just get in there and force some turnovers. And that's another comparison Jeff Heath, I think, is bringing himself into along with Morrow and Littleton. So, yes, great comment there, Ryan Miller. Um, I just saw someone say horse meat for dinner. That's funny. Oh, boy. So, um, Derek Carr's getting his, I will say, Derek Carr's getting his uh, hard count down pretty good. Is that like three now in like the last three games? I think it's three in the last three games. 
maybe more. I think it's for sure three in the last three games. Got him uh, to jump off third and seven right before this first quarter ended. Amazing. So we're getting pretty good at this team. I think eventually teams are going to pick up on it and be like, "Hey, you don't, now watch the hard count at the end of the end of the quarters." But right now it's paying off for Derek Carr, and that's uh, I think a new little trick that he's got in his bag of tricks. And it's it's cool to get those free five yards at the end of each quarter. So we'll take it. Second quarter fires up, um, and this is again where the offense still kind of sputtered. We get into a fourth and one situation. I think it was third and seven. We get the jump, so it's third and two. We get stuffed. It's fourth and one. We get stuffed. And it was still a penalty on us anyways. And I don't know why Denver didn't on, – on a holding call, I might be, like, wrong. Was it holding? Yeah, I was holding. It was a holding penalty. Can't Denver decline that? Can't they decline that holding penalty? Because they, I guess, accepted it, and it moved them back. Denver would have got, got the ball right there. Instead, we punted it, and I think we pinned the ball inside the five. Like I said, special teams was in their bag. Daniel Carlson, Carlson played great. A.J. Cole had some great punts. You, A.J. Cole was caught on a lot. I mean, he did great. He put the offense or put our defense in a good position, put their offense in a bad position. Yes, Ivan the Great, our whole defensive line showed up. Our whole defensive line did show up pretty much the entire game, and they knew that Drew Locke struggled under pressure. But what we need to do is every quarterback really struggles under pressure, so just because it's Drew, not Drew Locke in the future weeks, we need to keep bringing that heat. we got to keep bringing that heat. So we pin him inside the five, start missing a ton of tackles. ton of tackles. Um... Somehow, kind of stop him. Drew Locke fumbles. He recovers his own fumble, barely. Um, and then they punt. Simon SC in the chat. Appreciate the donate, donation. Simon SC says, Raiders! Gunther in the soft defense need to go. I called all the times the donkeys got yards. Hey, you know what? Like I said, though, they're, they're going to pick up yards. But it, it wasn't like a bad way. You know, we, we see some of those drives where they're getting down there. And at times it hurt. It sucked seeing it like a kind of banged up Drew Locke being able to pick up, pick up yards. But the fact that we held him to six points until garbage time was like 30 to six or something crazy. So all everything else from there is garbage time. He had like 150 yards passing before the garbage time, right? And we had three or four turnovers at the time. I think three. So there's not a whole lot for me to complain about. I appreciate the, the donation. I definitely do. I don't know if I see enough to quite complain about this game anyways. Um, is, is he off the hook? No. I want to see it consistently throughout the uh, throughout the season. Um, but for this game, you know, some steps forward. We took advantage of a turnover-happy uh, quarterback, and we got it done. Lucille in the chat. Shout-out to Lucille. Drew ain't doing those killer dance moves tonight, but we are. But we are. We're feeling ourselves tonight, Raider Nation. Drew Locke, uh, I don't know what Drew Locke does. Maybe he's... Dancing to like some slow jams or Justin Bieber or something, uh, whatever gets him to bed. Man, this is this is great. I love Drew Locke, the the Dollar Tree Baker Mayfield didn't have much to dance about tonight. But shout out to Lucille because next week while we're in uh, Vegas, Lucille's gonna be there, and it's actually worth throwing a birthday bash at Stage Door Casino Saturday night, the day before the game. So you get there on Saturday, birthday bash at Stage Door Casino for Lucille. Um, and then Sunday, of course, we get the Sunday night game with a full watch party, and we'll be there too. Good stuff. Stage Door Casino is the spot to be next week. And make it happen. Get there. Two Ace Kane. Two Ace Kane in the chat says, awesome win. Shout out Alec Ingold. Dude, ribs of steel. Is that crazy? He's in the hospital because of two fractured ribs. He practices just a few days later and goes out there and plays. Fantastic. I saw a little um, Foster... 
uh, Moreau out there at the end of the game. That's okay. Nick Ellis says, let me get that Renfro jersey. No, 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 no. This is my baby. This is my baby right here. So, and actually real quick, let me deliver this quick message from Blue Wire. Listen up, Raider Nation, because today I have a new Manscaped product for you. Manscaped just released the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. Take a look in the mirror, and I guarantee you'll see hair sticking out of those holes. Probably not near as bad as Tom Brady, but still, nah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. As much as that guy gets Botox, I'm sure he gets his nose hairs trimmed. Um, and even you ladies, I know some of y'all could use this thing, but fellas, it's time to keep your ear and nose hairs looking as nice and clean as your clean-shaven balls. Nobody likes plucking nose and ear hairs, so Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Weed Whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides the proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. I'm telling you, look at this thing. Really gets after it. See, I'm good. See, because I, I use this thing often, so there's not much in there. We're cleaned out. We're good. Looking good. Got the nose hairs all trimmed up. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Its intelligently contoured design enhances the trimming experience and is waterproof, which makes for easy operation and cleaning. Have you ever pulled out your nose hair uh, with your fingers? I'm telling you, it might hurt, honestly, more than uh, watching the Raiders' defense give up a first down on third and 14. But... Manscaped is making whacking your weeds um, a time to look forward to, delivering maximum confidence um, while providing hygiene. And yes, you will get a replaceable blade every three months to keep your weed whacking time clean and enjoyable. It's time to upgrade your Manscaped routine with the Weed Whacker. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code RaiderCody at Manscaped.com. So uh, thank you, Manscaped, for keeping our pubes trimmed and hairs in our holes looking nice. Like I said, again, get 20% off and free shipping with code Raider Cody at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using promo code Raider Cody. What are you waiting for? Whack your weeds. Get after it. And this is where, uh, while we're talking about the, the, the Renfro Jersey and Simon, I'll get to your comment in a minute. While we're talking about the Renfro Jersey, I tweeted out before the game and I said that I got my Hunter Renfro Jersey on today. And I called a Hunter Renfro punt return touchdown in this next drive that happened. After we forced that punt, Renfro gets it, takes it to the end zone, and there was some ticky-tack, what was it, Um, blindside block by Abram. The dude, like, leaned into the block. It was not even a penalty. You should have picked the flag up. That was a touchdown. Sorry, refs. Refs took that touchdown. I know there's a lot of radio people that like to, you know, say that there's no bias against the Raiders, but... Uh, as someone that's that grew up watching the Raiders their whole life, right? As someone that grew up watching the Raiders their whole life, I'm not just, you know, I'm not I'm not hired on to talk about them. I was born into this, and I watched, a, you know, my entire lifetime. There's a clear bias against the Raiders, and there's there's some things like this that you see, and you just can't help but think, what is going on? That was a terrible penalty. And when when they sit down and discuss it, you should almost be able to, come on, pick the flag up. But ticky tack, very very ticky tack. Almost pathetic. Way too many penalties on stuff like that. <sighs> Simon SC in the chat says, uh, Jeff Heath uh, needs to step in over Harris. Uh, key stops and key takeaways for the dub. Yes, I agree. That's actually, again, Jeff Heath 
And Harris is another comparison I want to talk about with Kenny King Jr. I appreciate the donation, Simon SC, and that's a very good point because that was something I was thinking of too going into this post-game show. So, anyways, that ticky-tack thing, whatever, that leads to a three and out for us. So that takes seven points off the board. Leads to a three and out from us. Shout out to Bakersfield. All aboard the L train. I did call the punt return, but I didn't, I didn't call the flag. I didn't call the flag. Simply Marvelous in the chat. Sorry, I'm kind of blind. Appreciate the donation, Simply Marvelous. Um, Simply Marvelous says, just, just found your channel. We'll rock with you, even though you look like the offspring of Cutler and Rivers. Come on, bro. Gonna <laughs> At least thanks for the donation before you roasted me. That is funny. A lot of people say I do look like Philip Rivers. Jay Cutler's new. Jay, I, I hope I'm not like a, I'm not that, I'm a little bit more up tempo than like a Cutler. Come on, man. I <laughs> appreciate the donation though. Van Guy 209 in the chat. Super chats are coming in heavy. I shout out all super chats and I'll, I'll hit them all. Sometimes I miss them on accident. I don't mean to, but uh, Van Guy 209 in the chat says, you need to wear that jersey every game. Great game by defense and both running backs. Our linebacker and DBs definitely had better hands than our receivers. Ooh, that's something to say. That was a little bit of a whew, sizzling hot take there. Yeah. I mean, they kind of did. They, they kind of did. I'm not going to be, um, yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to, sheesh. Yeah, we had some, some key drops on offense and that was really cool. Uh, to see our defense get those turnovers like that. Was it five total turnovers? Amazing. Absolutely amazing. So where am I at? Um, so Denver gets the ball. And it's crazy because the offense is in a sputter at this point. Offense is sputtering. Denver keeps getting the ball. They keep getting these chances. And... <laughs> so... Some trolls in the chat. So, false start on Denver. Pushes him back in a weird spot. Nicholas Morrow starts to step into the game. Nicholas Morrow, remember, filling in for Corey Littleton. Corey Littleton. <laughs> Not Philip Rivers. Son, get out of the chat. No Philip Rivers talking here. If anything, I'm Philip Rivers' daddy. Okay? Not his son. Doesn't work like that. So, Nicholas Morrow is making his presence felt, filling in for Corey Littleton. Um, that's going to be a comparison we make later in the show. But um, Arden Key coming in, laying the hammer, having some big, having some huge energy for us. Uh, then we give up this freaking third and 15 pass. So we have a really, really, really good defensive stance. We're getting into, in a third and 15 situation. Give up the third and 15 play. Signature Raiders defense. I can't even tell you. I don't even know what the third and 10-plus first down conversions we've allowed is. I mean, it obviously probably leads the league. Probably not even close. But we let them get down the field. It's like a third and short, third and two, third and three, and we stop them. We stop the third and two. We can't stop a third and 15, but we can stop the third and two. Big play, I believe, by Joyner. I think it was Joyner that made the big tackle on the third and two. Forced a field goal, 7-6. Close game. Close game. Way closer than it should have been because we've already had, like I think, a drop touchdown. And then that Nick Boyd in the chat. I appreciate the donation. Nick Boyd says, man, not going to lie. I was frustrated a lot during the game, but a win is a win against a division foe. Big shout to the D today and laying the wood on them donkeys. Keep up the great work, Cody. I appreciate you. Just win, baby. Nick Boyd. Appreciate that comment. Very, very, very accurate because through this whole explanation I'm giving right now, the game breakdown, I was 
pissed. Seven, seven to six, and it should have been like almost 21 to six. We, we should be just destroying these guys at this point. So you think in the back of your head, here we go. We're going to give the game away because all these missed opportunities, leaving, you know, 14 plus points off the board at this point in the game, at the midway point of the game, just feels like it's a recipe for a loss. Like, how do you, how do you keep, how do you keep it up, but pull it together and actually put points on the board without screwing this thing up? We're giving the donkeys way too many chances at this point. <laughs> it's actually funny how natural the word donkeys is coming to my mouth right now instead of Broncos. Way too natural. I don't even got to think about it at this point. So, so we get the ball. Uh, there was this real big missed crown on the helmet call. I remember that at this point, right before halftime. Uh, Jacobs is just eating. Darren Waller comes out, gets a big first down catch. I mean, Jake. I mean, seriously though, this drive right now before halftime, Josh Jacobs started to kind of take command again in the game. We're like, okay, let's get let's get the ball back to number twenty eight. Um, Carr gets him again with a hard count. <laughs> it's the second time of the game. Amazing. Brian Edwards comes out of nowhere. Brian Edwards, Brian Edwards gets a big catch. Like, like a typical Brian Edwards fashion catch this year. Just kind of running like this little crossing route, you know, midway down the field, you know, hits him for an easy 15, 20 yard pickup. And then we had a Nelson Aguilar drop touchdown. Man. And it, it was right there. Should have caught it. Drop touchdown. Okay. Then uh, Derek rolls out. They're down. No plays there. Throws it away. Field goal. Blah. Blah. 10-6. Way too close of a game. Okay. Simon to see again in the chat. DC had a bad game, but uh, let's see. He helped, but is not the reason we won. But a dub is a dub. Yeah. I wouldn't say that he had a bad game. I'd just say it wasn't like one of those games where he comes out and – is like just completely dominant yards wise, but there's a lot of those little plays, the key plays, like the little lob that he had that I'll talk about later with Henry Ruggs, breaking a lot of pressure, picking up first downs. There, I mean, he probably had 20 rushing yards that were called back, just with penalties. So Derek was having a good game. Um, was he like? I mean, he's not the reason that they really struggled. It was really the drops that really crippled the offense. Had there not been those drops in key situations, Derek's game would have looked way different. Way different than what we're seeing now. But I appreciate the donation, Simon SC. You're bringing some. You're bringing some good topics here. Some good topics. I love it. Um. So, anyways, Denver gets the ball back. It's like a minute, almost two minutes left. Like minute forty-five or something. And they're driving the ball down the field. I'm like, here we go. It's ten to six. They're gonna score a touchdown before the end of the quarter. They're gonna go up by three points before the end of the half. They're gonna go up by three points, and we're just we completely threw the whole game away. First hour threw the whole first half away. And then Jeff Heath, baby. Jeff Heath comes in with an interception at the goal line. Second pick of the day. So he gets the pick, right? Uh, whatever that was, like midfield, whatever it was. Uh, he threw a deep ball. It was like triple coverage. Jeff Heath's over the top and gets the pick. Then there's one right at the goal line. Bam. <sighs> Someone in the chat has asked me, do you like the Chiefs or the Chargers? No. What? What? Raider Mike, any plans for a live watch party next Sunday night in Fresno? No, next Sunday night, I will be in Vegas at Stage Door Casino. So in Vegas, Stage Door Casino. So anyways, we get this interception. Jeff Heath, baby, 38, coming in clutch. What is that? Uh, how many interceptions has he had on the season now? Is that three? Three interceptions on the season? Three, four? He's getting there. 
He's getting there. Anyway, so we're going to halftime with Jeff Heath saving us. 10 to 6. Ton of missed tackles in the second quarter. A lot of drop passes. The punt called back. I think I think easily 14 points on the board. Let's see. Enamel Red in the chat. Appreciate the donation. Enamel Red says, Raider Cody, sound off. Let's go Raiders, baby. Second most running touchdowns on donkeys since run DMC 2010. I love it. I love the nuggets like that. That's good stuff. If you guys want to find any more nuggets and shout them out, I love that kind of stuff. Love that kind of stuff. Enamel Red coming in hot. Appreciate the donation. Simon SC again. Simon SC says, always supported our man DC. Just saying the team got the win, not him. This favors us in the playoffs, which he will be in. Hey, you're 100% right. You're 100% right. It does. It does. Um, it was a cool team effort. It was good to see the defense get those turnovers like that. The only thing I want to see cleaned up is the drops. If we can clean up those drops, this offense would be a lot more lethal. All the rushing yards we put together, we killed them on the ground. I think we could have killed them in the air too um, had it not been for those crucial crucial drops. I mean, we dropped, what, three touchdowns today? We could have had three passing touchdowns and four rushing touchdowns, basically. Right? Nuts. Jeff, he th- needs more playing time. We're saving that for Kenny King Jr. So, anyways, we're at halftime. Woo. Man, this game preview is going. We're 30 minutes into this thing. I'm only at halftime. So, we get into the third quarter, and Nelson Aguilar uh, has a huge first down catch. Josh Jacobs still running like a beast. That was the Then there was the huge Darren Waller drop. That was the third touchdown drop that I think that I had on the day. Third touchdown drop, wide open. Uh, pass was right there on his hip. Yeah, could he? Could it? Could the ball have been a little deeper? Yeah, it could have. But as, as a pro receiver in the NFL, the ball's right here. I'm I'm catching that ball. You know what I mean? So game focus. I think it was just a little, you know, kind of psyched him out. Just a little mental right there. Um, laser in, get the ball, walk in the end zone. No one's around him. Nick Boyd in the chat. Appreciate the donation. Does Littleson have a spot back in the starting lineup next week? In your opinion, <laughs> if yes, why? Nick Boyd. I don't want to. I don't want to put your your super chat off right now. But we're gonna save this for Kenny King. So, um, that's a very close question. If you guys want, jump in the chat. Littleton or Morrow? Who should get the start next week? Littleton or Morrow? I want to read these comments. Appreciate the donation, Nick Boyd. Uh, Denver gets the ball. Oh, I'm sorry. So we get held to after that drop. We get a field goal. So it's 13 to 6. Denver, three and out punt. Okay. So then at this point, the offense is making a lot out of nothing. I mean, Derek's scrambling around, picking up any yards that he can. That was that little floater to, to Henry Ruggs. Josh Jacobs still dominating. Josh Jacobs comes up with another great run. Touchdown, 20 to 6. This is where we started to pull away. Denver gets the ball back. Nicholas Morrow steps in as we're talking about Morrow, gets some good pressure. He had one sack this, this game and he gets good pressure on Drew Locke. Drew Locke throws a pick to Carl Nassim. Drop back in coverage, throws a pick right to Carl Nassib. Bam. <sighs> Raiders move the ball just a little bit enough to kick a field goal, 23-6, feeling good. So Raiders are still bringing some heat, getting some pressure on. YOLO, Drew Locke, doesn't make anything out of it. Punt. Raiders kind of wasting some time. They punt. Denver, then they fumble the ball. We recover it. Devontae Booker picks it up, runs it in. Dagger, 30-6. to Revenge game. We've been waiting for that revenge game. Denver came up with a little touchdown drive in garbage time. Nothing doesn't matter. Good on you, Drew Locke, for getting a little garbage time yards. They feel the third two-point conversion because Jerry Judy had an Amari Cooper moment. Juan Dig says, I'm a Denver fan. Yes, I'm sad. And I feel like Carr is a dark horse for MVP. Dude has been nuts. Shout out to that Broncos fan. 
Uh, you're a lot bigger man than I am because I would never admit something like that. So I appreciate that comment. means a lot to us. Not a sore loser. So that's good. I'm a little bit of a sore loser. You're not a sore loser. Great comment. Appreciate the donation as well. Drew Locke and Raider Cody look like cousins. Please don't offend me in the chat. Why? <laughs> Please don't offend me in the chat. That's messed up, guys. That's messed up. At least compare me to someone cool like Nick Kwiatkowski or something. Give me someone cool. Uh, so anyways, after that Amari Cooper effort, missed the two-point conversion. Uh, Devontae Booker again with a dagger, another touchdown. And Nick Kwiatkowski closes out the game with a beautiful one-handed interception. I got to see that again on replay. I saw it at the very end. So at the very end, cool Zay, 1995 comments, dude, I'm from the 303 in enemy territory. Can I get a Raiders? Can you get a Raiders, baby? Come on, throw Raiders in the chat. Throw Raiders in the chat. We'll do this all day long. Raiders! Raiders! All day, baby. Give me Raiders in the chat. I'll do this all day. Of course you can. Of course you can get a Raiders. All day, every day. Man, so that's it for the that's it for the wrap-up. 37-12, final score. Drew Locke again has like he has like he finishes like 220-something yards. 100 of them comes in garbage time. He throws four interceptions. Derek Carr, a very conservative 16 to 25 for 154 yards. Could have had three passing touchdowns if it wasn't for the drops. 204 total rushing yards together, four touchdowns. Uh Josh Jacobs went over hundred. I think 112 to end it off. Devontae Booker had over 80. They both split two touchdowns each. Uh, and then Waller, Ruggs, and Renfro all having like 30-something yards receiving. Crosby with a sack. Crosby sneaky with six sacks on the season, outpacing, I think, what he was doing last year. I see him, you know, maybe finishing 12 to 15 sacks this year, which would be huge. Jeff Heath with his two interceptions. Nicholas Morrow, five tackles, one sack, and a pressure that led to the interception. Man. And Nick Wachowski, who's been an all-around beast. And then, of course, he comes away with that one-handed interception. Didn't really, you know, didn't win the game, but sealed the game, that's for sure. So let's uh, take this quick break, and when I come back, we'll get into our um, Lights Out Player of the Game. 2020 has already reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site. According to Comscore, Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. 73% of online job seekers in the U.S. are visiting Indeed each month, according to Comscore. Uh, so it's clear Indeed can help you, uh, you know, find the quality hire that you need. That's why there are more than 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed for hiring. So right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. So go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire to get your free $75 credit. Offer valid through December 31st. 
Terms and conditions apply. Football is in full swing. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Better Nation, this is. Um this is a tough one. This might be my toughest uh, lights out player of the game this week, but I had to make a choice. And uh, here it is. Man. I thought about Derek Carr and Josh Jacobs like I do every week. You know, they pop in my mind. Josh was eating again. Hunter Renfro played great. Nick Kwiatkowski played great. Very underrated play. Of course, he had the one-handed interception that boosted his stock. Devontae Booker in his revenge game. But my lights-out player of the game for Week 10 has to be number 38, Jeff Heath. You know why? Because Jeff Heath ultimately saved what could have been a very, very ugly first half. Had he not gained control, had he not saved us, have he not? Has he not? If he wasn't the guy that didn't let us break, yeah, our defense was bending at times. It's okay to be a little frustrated with the defenses at, at times. But he was the guy that didn't allow our defense to break. You get an interception like that at the goal line when it's only a one-score difference in the game, that's a clutch play. And I think number 38 is the reason that we won this football game. So I'm giving it number number 38, man. You, got, you guys can drop out your lights-out player of the game in the chat if you agree, disagree. But those two huge interceptions by number 38 like that in the first half absolutely saved us from going into a deep, deep hole. So, press it. Let's get back into it. Woo, baby. Okay. But I'm going to uh, take this quick break. And when we come back, uh, we'll be talking to my guy, Kenny King Jr. time it is kenny king jr what is going on man what's up what's up drew philip j cutler lock (laughs) how about that man drew locky there (laughs) little 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 audio interruption there kenny king jr but dude what uh what's going on man man look i'm sitting here uh my voice is is almost gone uh expected to be gone by the time we finish recording this but Dog, it's nice to here's the crazy thing. While I'm while I wasn't concerned about 
losing this game, this game had me on edge the whole time. I did not sit down throughout the whole course of the game. Not even during halftime, I couldn't even sit down. Like I'm sitting here pacing back and forth, drinking my soda, drinking my water, jumping up and down, yelling, screaming. We got interceptions here, interceptions there, almost a fumble, sacks, things going crazy. And then you got Josh Jacobs and Devontae Booker just running all over the Broncos. And I'm like, dude, these dudes just got me hyped. My blood pressure went up like 15 points. Hey, so hold on a second here. I'm reading this chat and apparently they could hear you and I couldn't. Funny how that works. Did you call me? Were you asking if Drew, were you calling me Drew Locke? Yeah, I called you Drew Locke, and then I called you Karen. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I've just about had it with you. You know what? Uh, you love me. I do, and it's unfortunate that I do. Um, Kenny King, man. Woo! I got a few things. I, I, what's on your mind right now, man? What can what can we talk about right now? But I want to know, actually, this is what's – I've put a few people on hold here. Um, actually, one person's asked the same thing. I missed a super chat, actually. Simon SC says, last super chat – Look out, want to be in red and yellow. Y'all's kingdom is the nation. Simon SC coming in hot. Uh, looking forward to the Chiefs. This is from uh, Raphael Terry. Imagine how much better the Raiders would be if you had Goff as your quarterback. Haha, <laughs> JK. Good job to y'all for that win. That's my brother-in-law. He's a Rams fan. So he's Ooh. chiming in a little bit. So if you guys want to have some words for Raphael Terry in there, let him know how you guys feel. I'll let you guys take care of uh, my brother-in-law in the chat. <laughs> Kitty King. The the topic I, I've been putting on hold right now has been our linebacker. Nicholas Morrow comes in, steps up over Corey Littleton. Speaking of a Rams fan being in here, we signed Corey Littleton this offseason. He's been a little bit of a disappointment or a lot of bit of a disappointment. Um, he gets put on the COVID reserve list uh, before this game. So he's not playing. Insert Nicholas Morrow, who has a great game, has one sack, has a huge pressure that leads to an interception, has like a few big tackles, um, was great in coverage. I feel like number 50 stepped up in a big way. What do you think, man? Where are we sitting right now? Does, does Did Corey Littleton lose his job over the weekend, or what's going on? Look, I'm going to tell you like this. If it was a quarterback, and that was a quarterback's performance, then the quarterback would have lost his job. I mean, you look at, let's, let's say back with the Niners, where Alex Smith went out. He was out with a concussion, I believe. Colin Kaepernick comes out, lights out, and you know takes over, and that's that's the game. You look at what happened here. And Corey Littleton has had a couple good plays, but it's been overshadowed by a lot of bad plays, missed tackles, blown coverage, things like that. Nick Morrow comes in and he's energized. He's fired up. He takes on that starting role. And every time he's come into the game, he's always played well. He's been kind of that guy where he's always been very reliable. And I think that he knew coming into this game that he could take a starting job. I think that he knew that he could take the starting position. And this was a prime opportunity for him to come in and snatch that job. And I think if you're the Raiders, you look at it and say, look, this guy's playing really well. He's got a good grasp of the defense. He's, you know, he knows what he's doing. He's flying around out here. He's laying the wood. And I think that that, may, that accounts for a lot. Do I think he takes a starting job? Absolutely. But I think Corey Littleton's going to get some play. I think he's still going to get some run when he comes back. And I wonder, and, th and this is my question is, with Corey Littleton, if Nick Nemoro takes the starting job, it, with Corey Littleton coming off the bench, does that motivate him? Does that light the fire under his ass to get out there and play better? Or does it just make him mad? Because I feel like the the turning point has been there was a few questions asked uh, in his press conference. I haven't seen him do another press conference since, what was it, like four weeks ago, five weeks ago, and they just asked about right. his play. Right? They just questioned him, kind of like, hey, you know, you a little down on yourself too because I feel like everybody else is kind of thing. And he kind of threw maybe a little jab 
at saying uh, he's just doing what the coaches ask him type thing. He, mm-hmm. he seemed kind of unplugged. Is, is he unmotivated? And, I mean, does putting him on the bench even help him, or is that just going to kind of check him out until the end of the season? I, I feel like we're in, like, a weird spot, um, and, and we're really going to find out what Corey Littleton's made of here the, the next few weeks. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where you're paying all that money. You don't want to put that money on the bench, right? You know, Al Davis is – Al Davis was notorious for that, where if a guy was unplugged, if a guy was checked out, he didn't care if he was paying you $5 million or $500 million. Yeah. If you weren't bought into the Raider way, your ass is on the bench. And pardon my French, but yeah. you're going to be sitting on the bench. You're going to be riding that pine. And unfortunately, if you're riding that pine, there's somebody else out there that wants to lay that wood instead of sitting on it. So, you know, it, it's either going to motivate him or he's just going to get pissed off. But at the end of the day, we need who's out there who's going to make plays. And right now we got two Knicks out there. We've They've taken they've taken a nickname away from a guy over in Chicago who was sitting there walking around BVN. I would say Nick Wachowski and Nick Morrow are the new big dick Knicks. <laughs> I uh, I didn't see that one coming. That came out of left field. <laughs> I told you I'm bringing the heat today, baby. <laughs> so while we're talking, last week we I, we I, we kind of you know we were trying, trying to drop some hot takes. This week I, I'm looking at some comparisons, and of course you know Morrow and Littleton. Uh, is the main one, main one in question. It's a big role, and I felt like it was, you know, kind of filled today. And now another one that's in question that we've talked about for a while now, Jeff Heath and Eric Harris. Now, I still feel like there's – shout out to the chat, Jason Marshall. Yeah, wipe your feet, hit that thumbs up. So while, if you're sitting here watching, uh, click off the chat for a second and give this video a thumbs up. That's how you get more Raider Nation in here. Support the channel. Um, Jeff Heath and Eric Harris. Man, there, there's a, I feel like there's a good role still there for Eric Harris. I love Eric Harris, and he still comes out those few times, and he drops some big hits. He drops huge hits. But Jeff Heath and the turnovers, you cannot Man. keep that guy on the sideline with the amount of turnovers he's had in the amount of snaps. I, I There's a strong case that I feel like we should almost see 38, more than 25, and find a good, solid role for Eric Harris because he's a dude you put him on the bench. He's not going to give up. It doesn't matter what you do. You put him in, in, in as a role player, and the dude's still going to give you everything he's got. And that's what I love about number 25. And that's why I'll never never talk down on him because the, the dude will give you everything he's got. He loves the Raiders, um, and he's still a you know a good team leader. He's still motivational. Um, he's, he's never going to get down. He's not going to be that guy that just gives up. So um, I think that there's a, a change that needs to be made, and I see uh, 38 you know sticking around. Yeah, I mean, look, Eric Harris has always played better off the bench. You know, he was never a guy that was brought in to start. He was, I mean, he's the kind of guy, he's the kind of guy that's gone against all the odds, right? You know, Potato Chip Factory, uh, walk on, played a little bit of, of Canadian football, and then ended up getting the shot with the Raiders. Uh, really showed out last season, made Phillip Rivers his baby. Uh, and, you know, this year he was thrust into a starting role. And, you know, you look at some of the things that kind of went on during camp. Uh, they had brought in some players, didn't pan out. Eric Harris was, you know, named a captain, named a starter. And I think that the stage might have been a little bit too big for him. He's a guy that he's a great special teamer. He's a really good rotational player. And he's a guy that can come in and lay the wood when he needs to. He's a guy that can come in and bring uh, bring that energy. He's a guy that can come in and, and pump up the defense. But he's not somebody who's going to be out there every down. He's not an every down player. And there's guys on the field that are like that. And that's fine. But. Seeing Jeff Heath and seeing the way that he plays and the command that he has in the secondary, uh, taking over a lot of times when Abram was out of position and 
you know, making up for a lot of people not being there. I got to give it to Heath. Heath has been playing really well. He's got three three turnovers on the season. Um, he had one against Mahomes. He had two today. He's been playing really well. And we know that he's a guy that can create turnovers. We saw when we played against him in 2017 what, what he was able to do. Um, and so, you know, we won't get into that. But <laughs> I'm sure the chat will. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's it's one of those things where you look at the way the players are playing. You put the best players in position. It's just like what we said with Littleton and Morrow. If a player is playing well, I don't care how much you get paid. I don't care if you're a captain. You know, and we've seen that the Raiders don't care if you're a captain either. We've cut yeah. captains. Yeah. You know, we Raiders cut Bruce Irvin when Bruce. he slacked off. That's the first person you know, that popped in my mind, too. <laughs> yeah. The Raiders don't care. If you're yeah. a captain, if you're not a captain, if you're a rookie, if you're a rotational guy, it doesn't matter who you are. The best players will be on the field. And yeah. if you have a guy like Jeff Heath who's who's flying around, who's making plays, especially in division games, especially in division games, he's come up big in two division games now. You got to let him touch the field. Kenny King, you know how mad I was whenever Hunter Renfro's putt return got called back by that flag? Bro, <sighs> <laughs> I'm sitting there. I was like, dude. I almost I put like, this, I almost hung this jersey up in like a crystal box, like right then and there. I'm like, this is it. This is the good luck jersey. And then the penalty. Yeah. You, <sighs> I, was, uh, I was going back and forth with Shelby Harris on Twitter about it. And while it's a stupid, stupid penalty. Stupid ticky tack penalty. Uh, that's the new league rules, and that's kind of the the thing that the I feel like the dude. Li- I feel like the dude like kind of leaned into it though. I mean, yeah, maybe it, it was uh, like blind side, but I feel like he leaned into it as well. So, um, he, I feel like he initiated a little bit more contact there than you know what was needed. A um, couple comments I see here in the chat. One, Derek Carr is so underrated. Thank you. Yeah. I, th- I think he's finally starting to get recognized. And if this team does well and this team makes it to the playoffs. Guaranteed, number four ain't gonna be underrated anymore. He's gonna he's gonna get the the recognition that he deserves. And this is a good one. I didn't think of it this way. Uh, you know when Isaiah Johnson got ejected, and that other number eighty one on the Broncos got ejected. So and so says, <laughs> I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna say his name. It's Duck Mother. <laughs> he says, shout out to Isaiah Johnson for having Abrams back. Yeah, hey, that's huge for this football team. That's what we need, right? That that uh, hey, yo, bro, you get you get slapped up. I'm gonna swing around. I'm gonna pop him too. But at, like you said, it was kind of funny how he like bailed out as soon as he hit him. <laughs> no, I mean, he, look, you don't you don't hit somebody and run. I get it. You're trying to you're trying to get it off and do that. But it, it's the optics of it don't look good. Yeah, but score you look up. at this yeah. team. This is a team that you know everybody obviously everybody got behind Crabtree, but this is a team that. If, say, Henry Ruggs is on the ground, Pac-Man Jones isn't ripping his helmet off and, and hitting against hitting his head against his helmet. Yeah. That's not happening. That's not happening on this team. That's not going to happen with this offense. It's not going to happen with this defense. Abram gets in somebody's face. Somebody's going to be right there to back him up. This team, these guys are brothers. I mean, you, you see the, yeah. the camaraderie that these guys have. This is a team that is closer than any Raiders team that we've seen in maybe the past decade, maybe the past two decades. This is, this is a very, very special team. These guys want to play for each other. These guys want to fight for each other. These guys are going to war for each other. you got guys like Alec Engel who throw on a freaking flag, flag jacket after breaking his ribs and says, no, nah, I'm playing. Dude. Like, that's special right there. Yeah. You don't, you don't get that. You don't get that five, five, ten years ago. 
Kenny King. You know, you don't get Jermaine Zalawale throwing on a flak jacket saying, I'm getting in the game. Kenny King, man, bringing the heat. I love it right now, dude. Um, there's a few comparisons. I'm going to throw one in here. This is a little extra. I don't, I don't have this one written down, but it was brought up earlier. Ruggs and Judy. Uh, man, it seems like Ruggs is, I mean, he's had a couple missed plays on the sidelines. Had those been completions, I don't think that this is much of a question because Ruggs yeah. is a, you know, I think he has a, still has a pivotal role. Um, he just needs to make those catches. But, you know, some people seem to think that Jerry Judy's kind of showing the upper hand. This week, I don't really think that that was like a statement game. I don't feel like Judy had like a huge game. What do you have, like 40 yards or something? He had a Amari Cooper give up play in the back <laughs> of the end zone on that two-point conversion. I mean, I'm still not completely sold on Jerry Judy. Fantastic route runner, yes. Uh, does he have the heart? I don't know. What I love about Henry Ruggs is he really only cares about team victories. And mm-hmm. some of these, I don't want to say drops and, and misses on the sidelines, it might be in a way like low-key good for him because I'd rather him not be getting, a, a, a you know, if he's not getting a buttload of targets and he doesn't feel like it's on him, maybe he can get frustrated. But he's getting those chances and he has something to work on. And I think he will make it happen because the kid has hands. He's fast. Now it's just cleaning up footwork on the sidelines and uh taking care of the mentals and bringing in those you know those uh those easy uh, that wasn't really an easy catch but that over the shoulder ball so um i think it's a little bit of a wake-up call these last few weeks for number 11 Uh, but i think the second half of the season i think he comes out strong and this uh this comparison needs to be put on hold until then look i'm gonna put it this way you know, car and car and rugs are still gaining their chemistry they're still getting their footing together they didn't have the full offseason that you know, that teams would typically have. And, you know, we can make excuses all we want, but, you know, Ruggs has had some injuries. He's dealt with that a little bit. But one of the things that I will say, going into week 11, just finishing up week 10, the fact that they haven't connected doesn't doesn't bother me that much because I look at the next few weeks ahead. And if they start building that connection towards week 13, 14, 15, we're making a playoff run. And when these guys get going and these guys get if these guys get cooking, we're sitting there in week 18, 19, and these guys are cooking. Well, guess what? Week 18, 19, that's a playoffs. And that means that we're lighting up the scoreboard in the playoffs. And so, you know, if it comes along slowly and they and we don't and teams don't have a lot of tape on rugs, guess yeah. what? It works in our favor. You know, teams are gonna start keying in on Nelson Aguilar. His name has been talked about a lot more around the league. His name is being yelled out around the league. You see it on all the TV shows. You see it on the podcast. You see it on Twitter. So they're going to start keying in on Aguilar just like they did with Waller. And so that's going to open it up for guys like Zay Jones. It's going to open it up for guys like Henry Ruggs. It's going to open it up for all these players that typically wouldn't get the ball. And then the Raiders offense, Derek's going to spread the ball around anyways. So yeah. it depends on who's getting the ball that day. It could be Ruggs. It could be Renfro. It could be Aguilar. It could be Waller. It could be Carrier. It could be Witten. It could be so many people. We have – it's like an octopus out there. There's so many <laughs> arms that can go out there and get the ball yeah. that it doesn't really matter who's getting the ball as long as we're scoring, as long as we're winning. I don't care who gets the ball. Kenny King, real talk. That's some real talk right there, Kenny King. Uh, someone in here, you know, they definitely obviously still want to see Ruggs get more involved. And I think we need to just get more creative, I think, when the, with, the, with his routes. Uh, we're sitting him on deep ball. Someone threw in the, in the chat. I see you guys in the chat, too. I see the numbers. Uh, let's see. Craig Kerwood, Israel, Kenneth Hammer, Brandon Christopher, Reese Rock, Mitch Lorkowski, uh, Jeff Garrison, Darth Vader, Nick Pixinos. I, it's hard for me to say these names whenever I'm blind as a bat. Um, 
I don't know. I think I think there's a high ceiling for Henry Ruggs. It's just finding that fit in this offense, and I, th- I think we'll get to that point. Um, another comparison, something that I feel like is very clear and solid at this point. We need to get Colt Miller back, but I'm putting uh, Brandon Parker over Sam Young. Dude. Uh-huh. You know what? You know what? Hold on. Brandon Parker appreciation right now. Yeah. Dude has been – he has taken a lot of slander. Oh, we slandered He's, him big time. Yeah. I mean, look. Yeah. First couple of years, it was it was rough. And, I mean, look, Colton Miller, he got his, and he he bounced back. Brandon Parker's been playing some good football right yeah. now. And given the circumstances, let's just give – and I'm going to do this every week that the offensive line plays well, and that's been every week for the past 10 weeks. Let's give Tom Cable, first and foremost, his flowers because he has taken a team that you've got Rich Incognito out. You've got Trent Brown out. You've got Colton Miller out. You got Denzel Good, who's been playing tackle. He's played guard. He's been filling in everywhere. You got a guy, Sam Young, who can't really stay on the field sometimes because he gets injured. You've got Brandon Parker, who was an absolute liability at right tackle, holding it down against Bradley Chubb at left tackle. Yeah. These guys, this coaching, you got to give them their props because they have Tom been Cable. doing some amazing work. Tom Cable, I mean, God. You know, I was I was against the high. You know, I was against the hire. I was not a fa- I was not a fan of Cable, and I will gladly eat my words like alphabet soup because, dude, foot my foot to my mouth right now, hundred percent. Foot to my mouth. Yeah, and that's <laughs> what we want. That's, that's the thing is, I, I want Paul Gunther to be the next Tom Cable because just a few years ago, it was uh you know after year one of the John Gruden era, and our O line just kind of went to like crap. We're like. Tom Cable, get him out of here. And we were pissed yeah. that he went into the season again for year two. And then last year he turned it around. We're like, shoot. I'm like, sorry, Tom Cable. But now we're going into year three and we're thinking, okay, hopefully Paul Gunther's that next guy, but we're halfway through year three. And it's still up in the air. I mean, we just faced a quarterback that had six touchdowns and six interceptions. What do you have? What does he have now? How many interceptions did Drew Locke throw today? Uh, three? Three. Three. No, four. No, four. No, he had four. Dude, the dude has six touchdowns I forgot and about, ten I forgot interceptions. About I forgot about Carl Nassim. Can I give Carl Nassim some props? You back can. To back. Hold on. Bro, he had a sack last week. He had an interception this week. You can give him all your props, but I'm trying to dump on Drew Locke for a second. Six touchdowns and ten interceptions on the season, bro. Who? Th- that's going to lead to my last comparison. Uh, then last year wasn't Drew Locke the second best quarterback in the AFC West? What happened to that? Is he still? No, they told they said that they said that Drew Locke was better than Derek Carr. He was better than Derek Carr, right? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I, I have nothing to say. I wish I could see her and just dump on him. You know, because oh, his, his on himself when he's dancing on us. Yeah, exactly. I just can't help but laugh right now. This is. Freaking hilarious. Tavo Rivera says, dump on him. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I love it. Man. The instigator in the chat. I will dump on him because you know what? You can get in there with your little moves. Yeah, you can throw all your little stuff around. You can dance. You can have fun. You can sing freaking uh, whatever you do. Shania Twain or whatever on the freaking speakers. I don't hey, know what man. you do. Shania, but she's a she's a Raider fan. Leave her alone. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can sing. You can do whatever you want. Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. Jesus. You can do whatever. What was he singing uh, the other uh, the last year? The final game. He was, he was singing. He was singing "Put On" by Jeezy. I was yeah, like, you can on, put man. on. How about you? I like that song. Don't ruin it for he me. He does. Yeah, I like that song too. But how about you? How about you put on uh, an actual football game for once? Or how about you put on a showing or put up some stats that aren't in garbage time, Drew Locke? 
freaking. He says that he talks to John Elway after every game. I don't know what they talk about. I can't imagine they say much. It's like I mean, that. They oh. probably talk. Uh. Like, oh, how do you think you did that game? I don't know. Well, let's go down. Let's go down to the dealership and go to Papa John. But speaking of which, I hate freaking horses. Still, I hate horses because of y'all. <laughs> ah, you know what? Your pregame show was funny. If you if, if you guys are here in the chat show, and you don't watch Kenny King's pregame shows, tune in there, man. He's got some he's got some funny stuff in there. I like that. If you don't, if y'all don't watch my pregame show, what the hell is wrong with y'all? What are you doing? What are you doing? You just guys? come here to you just come here to listen to me on the post game, <laughs> peasants. Because they like the collaboration, if anything. So you know, hey. Yeah, the chemistry is fire, though. We're gonna see some good chemistry next weekend, though. Stage Door Casino. Shout out to Stage Door Casino. Obviously, Kenny King always coming in. Through the Stage Door Casino hotline. Uh, every time you're in Vegas, make sure you visit Stage Door Casino. And next week, make it a priority. Get to Stage Door Casino. Hang out with us. We're going to be there for Sunday Night Football. I think I missed a super chat, a couple of them. So, Ethan Williams, appreciate the donation. You didn't say anything with it, but Ethan Williams, I appreciate your donation. Um, Nick Boyd. I love Shania Twain. Famous song for you donkey fans. That doesn't impress me much. <laughs> so, Shania Twain. Oh, Nick Boyd coming in clutch with uh, the Shania Chain. I can't even talk. Shania Twain um, lyrics. Appreciate the donation as well. Omar A. Let's not hope. Okay, let's see. Let's not hope luck does any worse. The Donkeys can draft a quarterback, and next year is loaded. Uh, P.S. If Mac Jones falls to us in the second round, we should draft. You know what? Hey, Omar A., I'm going to be honest with you. I don't want to waste any draft picks on a quarterback right now. Um, you got Marcus Mariota, man. We, we I, honestly, at this point, we wasted a lot of money on a, on a quarterbacks this year um, with with Marcus Mariota. I, I mean, groom up Nathan Peterman or draft a quarterback in the sixth or seventh round, or I mean, just sign just sign a veteran, just sign a veteran for cheap, cheaper than Mariota, um, and, and and keep him in there. But Omar A, you're right. I mean, next year's draft for quarterbacks is loaded, um, and I don't really care. I mean, if Denver already drafts a new quarterback, that'd be crazy that'd be absolutely crazy um and good luck hey it's a crapshoot you know they, they can draft an early round quarterback but that doesn't mean much to me kenny king if denver is going to draft a quarterback as long as they have vic mangio and john elway it doesn't john matter elway. who they have what they're going to do like brock how, osweiler right remember brock brock osweiler was brock the next osweiler dude. paxton lynch like i mean they've had their their fair share i mean look they hit a home run with peyton manning like they they had an amazing defense and they got Peyton Manning and they got lucky and they got they took a you know, chance. That was a big chance, right? And, and they barely exactly. got him for a year or so. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. They maybe got two years out of him. Maybe. And the, the Super Bowl that they won was really because of that defense. Was the defense? I mean, not even that defense. It was Von Miller. Yeah. Which, by the way, Von, if you're listening, you can definitely come to Las Vegas. We got a spot for you. Uh, I'm sure Kyle Wilber will gladly give up that 58 if he doesn't. I'll snatch it off his back. You can have it. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's my pitch to Von Miller once again, uh, dude. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I, you know, I could see us maybe going after a one of these AFC pass rushers that are hitting free agency this year. I would not be surprised. Simon SC in the chat again. Our offense is not one dimen- dimensional. Stop getting hung up on individual stats. Wins are wins. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, I love this because this kind of ties into my whole thought process. Ever since um, these last few years, when I'm I'm really kind of I've, I've really dove into how this Raiders football team is operating and, and, and what it takes for a football team to win. Fantasy football pisses me off now, really. I, I still, I'm, I'm in fantasy football leagues, but not really. I can't even tell you what I'm, I'm in three this year and I can't even tell you what is even happening. Um, I, think I beat I, Matt Fallon this week. Oh, that's great. Ago. Good job. And I don't really, I mean, even like while it's going on, I might check tomorrow, 
but I'm so pissed off with fantasy football because it's warped our minds into these stats. And that's what like our issue is even with Henry Ruggs. We're looking at his numbers and his targets and everything else and not thinking about the actual impact that he has on a real-time football field to get a win and to take pressure off the offense. Why is Josh Jacobs eating so much? Because they are threatened by Nelson Aguilar and Henry Ruggs. They're still worried about Darren Waller. I don't care if he's having some drops or a few down games. Hunter Renfro still a threat. I, it doesn't matter. I mean, because of their weapons and how they are as football players, not as fantasy football players, real football, right? As Raiders fans, real football mm-hmm. is all that matters to me. Um, and, the, and they're real football flares. Football flares. Well, here we are. See? Can't, football flares? Football flares. Can't speak English, but they're real football players. Look, man, I saw I saw something. I was watching this show, and it wasn't even it wasn't even a sports show or anything like that. But I was watching the show, and they were talking about you guys are all worried about analytics and and you know record or not records, analytics and stats and all this stuff that you that ruins the game. I could care less how you get there, and it's like Al Davis used to always say, "Just win, baby." Yeah. It doesn't matter how you get there. It doesn't matter how ugly it is. It doesn't matter how it, how it happens, as long as at the end of the day. The Raiders win. That's all that matters. Yeah. And, and look, we're, we're going to have heart attacks during the game anyways. I expect to have at least three to four heart attacks during the game. I got an emergency defib sitting sitting on my wall <laughs> ready, you know, for the for the emergency heart attack that I'm going to have during the game because it's going to happen, especially in a divisional <laughs> game. So, look, that, that doesn't bother me. Like, let's yeah. just get out there and, and win. I don't care. I don't care if it's Ruggs gets a thousand yards. I don't care if Ruggs gets one yard. I don't care. I don't care. Just win the damn game. Just win the game. Just win, baby. What, what do you think that means? You know what I mean? As simple as that. Kenny King Jr. Man, we're we're deep into this thing. We are over an hour, hour and six minutes into the live stream. Kenny King Jr. I'm gonna take some callers next, but I want you to, you know, close us out, man, and give us a uh, give us a little real talk. First things first, and this is the last thing that I'm going to say. We got the Chiefs coming up next week. And obviously, the Chiefs are going to be coming in hot. Okay? They're coming off a of bye week. We already know how things happen with the Chiefs. Typically, off a of bye week, they generally win those games. This is going to be a tough game for us. They're mad. We beat their ass. We got to come out fired up. Hopefully, the Raiders get rested. They get ready to go. Because this is going to be a big-time, primetime game. Raider Nation, I need to see Raiders in the chat. Let's get it. Raiders! Let's go, baby. Kenny King, brother. Appreciate you joining us, as always, for our weekly post-game show. And I'll be seeing you, brother, in Las Vegas next weekend. Stage Door Casino. Let's get it. Man. Call in. Let's get, let's get your opinions. Woo. Callers are coming in hot right now. They've been calling ever since I got Kenny King on the phone. And the first caller from the 541, state your name, where are you calling from? Raiders. 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 Rev Mike. Rev Mike, Rev what's Mike going on? I love it, dude. Hey, man, I'm, I'm looking forward to next week. My son and I are going to drive rain, sleet, or snow. Going to be in Vegas next week at the Stage Door Casino, baby. Man, you got me fired fun. up. You got me fired up, baby. I'm, oh, I'm fired up. Let's man. Yeah, go. absolutely. Great game. Great game. I hope our O-line can get things completely right by next week. We're going to have a tough game to to play against Kansas City, but I like what the defense is doing. They're 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 getting it together at the right time. Hey, they are. That's all that matters. Even like the bend don't break. Bend don't break. Bend don't break. 
I, I'll take it if the turnovers. What do we have? Five turnovers this game. We had the four interceptions. We had yeah. the fumble recovery at the end of the game. That's all it takes. Be clutch at the end. Come up big. Be, you know, have Absolutely. a good enough game plan to be able to shut them down at the end of the game and get those turnovers. I feel like the reason we won this game was two things. We put their offense for one. Even if our defense wasn't in, in, in good territory, our special teams is on point. Like that third unit this right. week Absolutely. was highly underrated because even if we're punting. How many times did we have that offense starting inside the five-yard line? I guarantee you two or three times more than most, even than average. You're lucky if you get that opposing offense starting inside the five one time a game. And I think we, were, we had him pinned in there two or three times this week. So, man, yeah, fired absolutely. up three wins in yeah, a row. Man, I, I'm feeling yeah. good, Mike. I don't yeah, know. Woo, six and three. And I'll, yeah. I hope you're ready for next week, brother. I'm ready for next week. We're going we're gonna to try to get to stage door um, around uh, – 10, 10, 11 o'clock for the early games. Just be there all day. Got to get there early. It so, yeah. fills up quick, man. Absolutely. It fills up quick. Mike, right. thanks for we calling in. <laughs> thanks for calling in, man. All right, and, man. Uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week, bro. Okay, all right, bye. Woo. All the way fired up. So, I got a 559 number in here. They've been calling for a little bit, man. It's caller number two. I got to take your call. I, I know you're eager right now to get your thoughts out. State yes. your name. What's going on? Who is this? Hey, this hey, this is Danny from Fresno. Danny from Fresno. Man, I'm What's getting a lot of on, some man? OG callers in here right now, man. I mean, we're hey, we're firing off. Know. Hey. Go. I have to let you know, man. You shouted me out in the chat on YouTube, Tavo Rivera, and I was telling you to uh to dump on him when you was talking about uh homeboy, <laughs> the Drew Lock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's me, man. Danny from Fresno. That's my uh, alter ego, I guess you could say. Oh, 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 there you go. You need you need a new YouTube name. You need Danny from Fresno in the YouTube chat, man. I know I gotta I know I gotta change it. But anyways, bro, this is exactly what we needed. Look, man. We had a sloppy first half. It was sloppy. I was. It was so sloppy. Yeah. But you know what? The defense kept us in the game. Drew Locke looked like who he is, which is he's not good. Okay, he played against some sucky defenses. But you know what? We you heard what I had to say about him. <laughs> we're three and zero in the AFC West. Okay, we're ready for a primetime matchup on Sunday night. I'm ready for it, man. I don't, yeah. care. I don't care what anybody else says. You know what? If we win on Sunday night. That's it. Like, you know what? We'll, we'll be right there. Number one in the AFC West. We're ready to go. I'm excited. You know what? Derek Carr, Derek Carr is playing crazy like crazy lights out. Better than 2016. He's playing great. We had some uh, some drops today that were unfortunate, and I think they could have been a lot better. The receivers could have could have came through a little bit better for yeah. DC because he was if, if if not for them drops, we could have we could have won by way more by at least another seventeen points. I think we could have won by. Dude, but we you know what? we should have been we should have dropped like a sixty burger on these dudes. Like it's almost ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it's really bad. Like, but you know what? It's it's uh it's encouraging because regardless of how bad we played in that first half and how bad our receiving corps played, like at times when they should have been playing clutch. Like, we still came out. We still blew them out. You know what I mean? So, I'm excited either way, man. We're ready for that primetime matchup. It's about to go down. I'll tell you what. Danny from Fresno. I'll tell you what. <laughs> that, that saying gets me fired up every time. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> Danny from Fresno. We're at 3-0 and in the, in the division yes, right man. now. And I'll tell you what. We're on a three-game win streak. Let's and I'll go, tell baby. you what. We're coming after those Kansas City Woo! Chiefs next week at Stage Door Casino. <laughs> Raider Nation, get fired up, baby. Yeah, because, hey, <laughs> I see it in the chat. The Raiders are back baby good call daddy for president you get me all fired up this week and let's let's keep it going man i'll talk to you soon Woo, man coming in hot to our third caller state your name what's going on 
Hey, aloha, Cody. This is uh, Mr. Black. Mr. Black. Way, 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 oh. way, way out west on the 808. I'm enjoying talking to you, Mr. Black, because you bring me you bring me back down to my mellow state of mind, right, where we can sit well, down. Well, the, the old timers got to get in there too, yeah? Yeah, the old timers got to get in there. Hey, I'm vibing with you, Mr. Black, right now. We are on a three-game win streak, and we're 3-0 in the division. Old timer, how are we feeling? We got man? we got we got four interceptions today. We we locked up Drew. Five locked total turnovers. Up. Can you believe that? Yeah, that's just killer. And uh you know, it's good to see him playing rough and tough. Uh I think the thing with Carr is he's finally I don't think he's overthinking stuff. You know how he would just overthink the whole game. And he's uh, mellowing out that way, so he's more reaction. And uh, it's just great watching him play on there and at home on that amazingly beautiful new turf on the tray yeah. in, Ve- in Vegas. I love it. Mr. Black from the Go 808 Raiders, State. Brother. I appreciate you calling Raiders. in. Hey, Raiders, baby. Give me some. Give me some Raiders in the chat. Mr. Black, I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Woo. Rolling in now to caller number four. I'll take one more caller after this, but calling from the 317. State your name. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Indianapolis, Indiana. Oh, there we go. You know how it is. I had to do it. Raider, we, got, we got Raider fans all over the place. You, we do, man. And I love hearing whenever there's Raider Nation from other team cities. So Indianapolis hey, coming in hot. Screw the Colts. Indianapolis. Raider Nation, baby. Started from a young age. Man, I am so pumped, bro. I'm so pumped. You're telling me. <laughs> I mean, look, this team, I mean, Derek Carr, I've always been a believer. Always. I mean, I've always just stuck with him. I'm like, you know what? He's going to be the man. Yeah. He's going to be the man. He needs the weapons. Hearing that. Look at him, man. You do. He's balling You right get now. in what you put in, and that's the reason that a lot of Raider fans, majority of Raider Nation, stuck with number four because th- this is stuff you can't teach, the intangibles. There's plenty of quarterbacks that have given up on the sport, right? There- there's quarterbacks that go through rough patches, nope. and they give up, or they don't care, or they want to go to a new team. They think they need they need to change the scenery. That's not number four. Number four takes it into his nope. own hands. He works harder. He keeps going. He doesn't give up. He wants to play for the silver and black. That's why I've been all in on him. And, I mean, yep. I can see Mr. Indianapolis here is too, and I'm all the way fired up on number four right now. And, I mean, he's, yep. he's, he's the heartbeat. He's the heartbeat of the team right now. He is the heartbeat. Yep. I don't care what the stat line looks like. Whenever we need a big play, number four ain't giving up. Every single play, we are fighting for every single yard right now. And, I love exactly. it. That's what I love, man. And he knows it's – and even Ruggs, like, he knows it's not it, – he doesn't need the stats. Carr doesn't need the stats. If yeah. we want to run the ball, run the ball down their throats. Yeah. He doesn't need the stats. We want the, we want the win. Yeah. And that's what the 6-3 and three shows. Dude, that's over 200 rushing yards, four rushing touchdowns, and they talked about it last year that a lot of that has to do with even number four, making those play call adjustments at the yep. line of scrimmage. Um, I mean, a lot of a lot of that stuff. I mean, a lot of number twenty-eight's rushing yards, and even Devontae Booker at the end of the game, a lot of that is accredited to number four, and also Rodney Hudson and Gabe Jackson for being absolute monsters right now in a depleted monsters. offensive line. With a depleted, yeah, you said it perfectly, man. Good I appreciate stuff. you, bro. Hey, thanks for calling in, man. Indianapolis Raider Nation is worldwide, and um, hopefully we talk again yes, soon, sir. brother. It's all over the place, man. We're holding it down out here. Let's go, go Raiders. Go Raiders, baby.
So our final caller coming in, the 951, state your name, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Menifee, California. It's close to San Diego. Okay. How's it going? What's going on? What's uh, your name, man? My name is Gabriel Montano. Montano, what's going on, brother? How you feeling? We're six and three. Yes, we're six and three, and I'm super hyped right now. Gotta I'm be. so hyped right now. Broncos are meant to be broken, and we rode them all the way to victory. We rode yeah. those ponies all the way to victory. I'm telling we, you. Uh, we, we showed them what's up on defense. I'm very proud of our defense and how they stepped up. And I just hope we keep the same tempo when we go against the Shet. They should have changed their name. If the Redskins had to change their name, the Chiefs had to change their name. They should have changed it to the Shet. So <laughs> I, I think I think we got this. We we beat them once, and we're going to take it to them again, just like we showed those ponies. All right? I'm with Kenny King. I hate everything about the, Bron- about the Broncos, and I hate the Chiefs. I yeah. hate the Chiefs. So, man, I'm hyped right now. I'm all hopped up on pumpkin spice latte, <laughs> and I'm just—I am—I am hyped. Your white great Raiders victory. Your white girl and wasted right now on pumpkin spice lattes. I, a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit. But man, I enjoyed every second of that game. And bro, bro, I hope we just take it to the Chiefs next week. Hey, you're all the way fired up. You're bringing some heat. You you came in here prepared, bro, and I'm glad you, you I'm I glad did. you dished it out, man. So you're you're a little past San Diego, so you understand what's going on. You understand those choker fans. You know what's going on. You're around that area. LA is still owned by Raider Nation, so you know what's going on, man. I appreciate the phone call, brother. No problem. Glad to talk to you. Hey, I said I, I said this was gonna be the last caller last time, but I'm pretty hyped up and I'll keep it rolling for a little bit. So caller, state your name, where are you calling from? Hey, this is VZ Money calling from Hampton, Virginia. Virginia, coming in hot, man. How you feeling? Man, I'm so freaking hyped right now. You better oh be. Oh, my God. You better be. Oh, my God. I, man, I haven't seen that defense play like that, and I don't know how long. Bro, we held them. They had all the chances, and we're picking them off. We held them to six points through pretty much three quarters. Every time, every time I thought the defense was going to break, I said, oh, my God, here we go. I said, the defense can't keep up for too long, and we get a pick. Nickel Kelsey with the one-handed pick. I had to call my son in the room to show him that pick, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was I beautiful. To, I got to see a replay. I got to see a replay. Hey, and I had to, I, I had my son. I had my son right beside me. He's eight years old. I had my girl right in the bed with me, and I told her, I said, hey, this is why we a Raider family right here. Hey, and those are the moments we live for. Kids. That's it, dude. Hey, I, thank you for it sharing that, great. bro. That's the moments we live for right there. That's good stuff. Hey, Virginia, it was great. I appreciate you calling in, man. Virginia I, Raiders. Yeah, Virginia I hope you – Raiders. Give us some in the chat, time. too. Only one nation. Only one nation, baby. Let's go, Virginia, coming in hot, man. Hope, hope, hope we talk again soon, brother. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll make this the last caller. Final caller. What's going on? Where oh, you calling from, man? There's Raider Cody. What's going Finally. on? State your name. Where are you calling from? I'm uh, Jack. I'm calling from Connecticut. Jack from Connecticut. Have we talked before? No, we haven't. First time caller. What's going on, man? What's on your mind? Sure. We're six and three. Uh, I just, just want to say thank you. 
for uh, making me feel uh, connected to Oakland and Vegas. So uh, you yeah. guys make me feel connected. So hey, it's nice. It's nice. That's how we do it. Raider Nation's so Canada, worldwide. So. There's so many fans that can't like they don't get the luxury of being able to go to games all the time. Sometimes they can oh, jump amazing. in, and you know what I mean. They they can maybe make a trip out here and there. Uh, but even then, it, it's not enough. Raider Nation's so worldwide. We're not located in one city. We've gone through the L.A. to the Oakland to the Las Vegas. It doesn't matter between oh, those three I know. cities. I know. Even though we're in Las Vegas, I love, it. I love it. You know what I mean? Just because we're in Las Vegas now, don't ever let like Las Vegans, you know, make you feel like you're not a part of that. Same with Oakland. Same with L.A. Oh, oh. Connecticut, bro. I mean, you're just as big of a Raiders fan as anybody. For especially. Oh, of course, of man. course. I grew up. It's just, it's just nice to know I get connected with you guys with your yeah. podcast and everything. It's awesome. It's fun, dude. That's and, the reason uh, we do and it. I'm, and I'm falling in love with this team again. I'm falling in love with the team. So How can it's, you not? It's nice. How can you not? You're seeing oh, you're seeing uh, teammates this, swinging this on other players. Derek Carr played out of his mind today, and he's getting no credit. He yeah. his passes were unbelievable. Yeah, and they're they're precision fighting for every yard. Maybe the stat line didn't this show is, up, the drops, but hey, it, still played great. Stat line will not show up, but he like uh, Rugs drop. You got Waller's drop. He he threw unbelievable passes. He he had it. He had yeah. it today, and he just gets no credit no matter what. And he's just going to keep fighting. I love it. I love it. 100% Connecticut. I appreciate you calling in. Maybe we'll talk again soon, brother. Absolutely, Cody. Have a good one. See you, man. You too. So we're going to close out this show. Appreciate everybody that called in for calling in, sticking through the callers. Great stuff for six and three. Call Brandon Perna. (laughs) School 19. That is funny. Uh, Shout out to Brandon Perna, man. He's he's a great dude. It was a cool collaboration. Hopefully we can collaborate again in the future. Hopefully he doesn't take all my Broncos jokes too personally. I don't think he does. He's a funny guy himself. So hopefully we can collaborate again. Maybe I'll get back on that Chiefs show. That'd be fun. I've seen that in the comments earlier. Maybe I get back on that Chiefs show. That'd be fun. So Raider Nation, we're six and three. Can't say it enough. I'm feeling good. The Raiders are back, baby. I appreciate you guys jumping in and watching for those that do every week. If you haven't yet, please, 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 if you enjoy the content, if you sat through it, find a way to get on and click that thumbs up. That's your way of giving back to the show, if I'm being honest. As a YouTube creator, the thumbs up, the likes, mean a lot to YouTube creators. That's what YouTube sees, and they want to recommend recommend your videos more. So if you appreciate it, you want more people in here, connect Raider Nation even more, give me that thumbs up. Give me that thumbs up. That's how we do it. Raider Nation, thanks for tuning in. Hit that subscribe. Look out for all the rest of the videos. If you're in Vegas next weekend, make sure you go by Stage Door Casino because we're doing a full-blown watch party. Um, And then other than that, that's it. I'm fired up. An hour and a half show just about, and I wish I could go even a little bit further. Um, You'll hear from me, I'm sure, again soon. Maybe I'll bust out an extra podcast this week because that's how fired up I am. Raider Nation, thanks for tuning in, and I will see you guys in a few days.